Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you're listening to Transforming Trauma, a space that's safe for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to learn about creative ways to find support, resources, and share their stories. Transforming trauma is about love, healing, community, and also about joy and possibility. Most importantly, it's about transforming your pain into power, one day at a time. I'm Eve, a survivor and coach, working with survivors and one-on-one support, sharpen your skill sessions through the Rachel Grant Beyond Surviving program. I help survivors to integrate their skills, overcome any resistance they might be feeling, and support them around any obstacles or place where they're feeling stuck. I'm so excited today to have Andrew here with me as my guest. We're going to be chatting about all sorts of resources and and tools that he's found along the way, and I'm going to tell you a bit more about him. He's a 55-year-old Englishman living in Dublin, Ireland. He works as a senior mentor for Amnesty International, where he continues to set the standard in F2F fundraising. A bit about his childhood, he grew up with a polarized middle-class parents and to stay safe. He felt he had to cut off from his emotions. He said he went through a period of believing that he'd been sexually abused and has been on the healing path for over 30 years now. Andrew's a coach. He's a qualified NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, a way of using physiology and language to change the way we feel. Um, It might not work for all trauma survivors, um, but Andrew notes that NLP provides a way to create their present moment-by-moment, irrespective of their past. Really cool stuff. And he's also involved with transformational leadership. He facilitates the Dublin Dream Team. Andrew speaks Portuguese, practices Qigong, and he loves spending time in nature. He likes to record inspirational videos and loves empowering others 
to rise above their old limitations and live the life they truly deserve. Andrew's passionate about moving from a healing to a creating focus. And lastly, I'm embarrassed to admit it, I looked these up, Andrew. He used to be a mm-hmm. campanologist, hard to say, well, which enables people to enjoy contemporary I can't even say the word. He'll have to tell us more about it. Welcome to the show, Transforming Trauma, Andrew. It's so great to have you here. Eve, thank you so much. And I'm honored and delighted to be here and for you giving, giving time to me and for you folks uh, giving time to listen um, to what we've got to share. Um, thank you for that introduction. And I also confess, in regard to your embarrassment, I deliberately used those words because I figured nobody would know what they meant and <laughs> would mean and it would catch attention. <laughs> Uh, so, to stop you, or do you want to know now or later? Please share share now. I mean, actually, maybe, maybe it, will come, it will come up perhaps when we're talking about the different resources that you've found along the journey. How about we start with, you had shared with me, Andrew, that you'd had an in- interesting experience really early on in, in your life that I thought was really poignant if you wanted to, to start there, and maybe from there we can go into how you got to where you are today, what's what's been healing for you. So that's a, that's a lot, but wherever you want to okay. begin is great. Well, no, your, your beginning point's a, a great idea, Eve, and it relates to something that some of us who have or stroke believed we've been sexually abused can experience, i.e. a lack of certainty. We believe it happened to us, we don't know for sure, whereas others, of course, absolutely know it was a fact. Um, so what you're referring to was the probability that I'm a womb twin survivor. What's that? It's simply a person who had siblings, brothers, brother and or sisters in the womb with them, but they died in the womb, leaving the survivor to be only the, the only one born alive. And the consequences of that, uh, in the words of you two, are, still not having found what I'm looking for. That was, that was an old pattern, and I was going through life very empty inside and with this sense of something that was missing, although I couldn't have said exactly what it was. And then when I discovered this womb twin survivor idea, and um, there's a charity that has wonderful free resources. Um, the website's available, obviously, if, if you wanted, or I can supply a list of resources um, after the show so you listening folks can, can access them. Um, the website has a lot of wonderful resources to help you if you think you might be uh, a womb twin survivor, and if you are, what you can do to, to, to heal from that. Wow, that's, that's really interesting. I at first thought, oh, I've never heard of this before, and then somebody came right to mind who described essentially what you are, are speaking to, and I had no idea that it was a, a common experience. So I would love to share those resources with listeners, and I'll share it with that friend as well. So thank you you for that bit. And how about if you can elaborate a bit more about all the things that you're involved with, how you you discovered them, what's been healing for you along the way? Okay. So wind wind the clock back to to the point before some of us, or many of of us were born uh, 30-odd years ago. I was reading a book by um, a six-foot-five, shiny, bright, white-tooth Californian gent who's um, the, the greatest life strategist in the world, uh, a chap called Tony Robbins. And his book was called Unlimited Power, and it relates to the, the neuro-linguistic programming that you referred to earlier. And I loved the way that these tools allowed us to change the way we felt, feel in an instant um, and to create the life that we wanted to create. 
And yet at the same time, because I'd had a, a troubled adolescence, I was, I was bullied horribly as, a, as a, a very shy, sexually repressed adolescent. And, and at the same time, part of me was thinking, no, this kind of, I'm going to use the term quick fix, although it's much more than a quick fix, but this quick solution, that's a fair, a fair way of putting it, or quick transformation, this actually isn't going to work for me. I need to go deeper. And although I qualified in NLP and I did countless courses and seminars and sometimes just for my own healing, mainly, mainly for my own healing, but sometimes to develop my skill set, I realized or part of me was like, no, you need to go deeper. So at times I was in counseling and or therapy and um, I've been back in therapy for about six months now, actually from an organization that specializes in healing, healing people that have been sexually abused. So that's kind of a little bit, if you want me to go on, I will. What, what would you like? Wow, that's, that's fascinating. I mean, Andrew and I have known each other virtually for over a year now or more, and I don't know any of this information, so this is really helpful. And I, I, didn't, I would be curious if, if you're open to sharing a bit about the work that you're doing now in therapy and what you find helpful about it. In my okay. experience, knowing a lot of survivors of sexual abuse, there's, as you well know, the difficulties around trust and, and the fears and the isolation and shame often keep people from accessing, whether it's a therapist or a coach, but it's it's really scary the the fear of relationships and the difficulty of of finding those resources also because there aren't so many resources of people who specialize in this so i'm thrilled that you've found something and if it's been helpful i would be curious what what you have connected to about it okay so i mean the the, the specific organization is only one that is relevant for people living in the republic of ireland so it's, it's, it's a Dublin-based physical premises. It's called one in four because that reflects the statistics. And it's, oh gosh, I should be able to state the particular therapeutic modality, type of therapy it is, which, 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 which I can't. But it's very much about accepting feelings, um, being present in the moment. And, okay, so as to be fair, I can only speak from my experience, Eve. I suspect if they were dealing with someone who hadn't had a history of therapy and change work, then there would be a lot more storytelling. So in, in my case, I'm encouraged not to go into story because one of the things that I would share with, with, a, with a lot of us that have gone through trauma, whether it's sexual abuse or, or other kind of trauma, is I would not yet be feeling in my body very much. So I, I tended to go, go into my head as a defense mechanism and think and intellectualize and, and be logical. And the therapist, her name is Joanne, would get me to be still to see if I can experience any sensation into my body. And this would be based around the idea that uh, unresolved trauma can be trapped as energy in our body. And as we access that energy or that, that feeling, a memory may come to mind and as we experience, let, actually, I'm going to tell, tell a, little, a little story, actually. Um, some of us may have seen uh, an animal, whether it's a rabbit or a deer or a hare that's been chased and got away. And when it's stopped running, it may shake and quiver quite violently. And what's happening is the stress response in its body is being released because 
most of us, and all of us, have ever heard, heard of adrenaline. And as you know, that's one of the, the, the hormones that's released when we go into that flight or fight. I've got to get away. I've got to run away from this danger response. But as human beings, typically we don't need, as adults, to run away from things. As kids, we did, but we didn't have the power and the choice to do that. That trauma energy gets or can be stuck in our body, and we've never had our shaking and completing the response, which means we can go into our heads. So part of the healing journey for some of us is about slowing down, coming into our bodies, feeling what we didn't feel, maybe, not necessarily, maybe remembering, and then that's gone and dealt with. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is so important, what you're speaking to, and there's so much fascinating and important research and information about how trauma impacts our bodies and our minds. And I think that educating ourselves and each other about trauma in particular is, is hugely healing for me, learning about how it impacts my body and all the different mm-hmm. elements that you're speaking to. And just to say to listeners, I will include the, the link to your organization that you're referencing in the show notes. Maybe people aren't necessarily in Dublin, but it's fascinating to know that this organization exists. I can see from the website that they do individual, group, family work, prevention. They're an mm. advocacy service. So there are so many organizations out there, and it's so important that we, we share this with each other. And if it doesn't exist, we've got to create these organizations because this stuff cannot be only available to, to some, and I'm, I'm very committed to that. And as I mentioned a few moments ago, there's a lot of reasons that people don't access treatment or services and stigma is a huge part of that. So I wanted to ask you about being so open as a, as a male survivor and any wisdom you might offer to those listening um, around what, what message you have for them. Sure, but before I answer that, may I, may I kind of make a statement about one of the benefits and strong messages I, I'd like you to get as listeners? Please. Okay. So I believe there is always a way. There is always a way forward. However dark our nights, however much shite we're in, to use the Irish slightly politer version, there is always a way forward. And in the rare circumstance there's not, for example, if someone has a terminal illness, which I believe in many cases we, we can allow healing from, even if that's not possible, through acceptance, we can still transform our experience and, and live the rest of our life out in a place of peace with experiences of joy and connection and so forth. So thank you for the chance to say that. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's really, really wise and powerful to hear you say those words. So anything else that you want to add in terms of wisdom to share specifically for male survivors who might be listening or those who are listening and have a loved one who's a male survivor? Okay, yeah, so you mentioned isolation, and the stereotypical man is strong, and strong can sadly mean unemotional, um, or at least not expressing emotions. They They may feel devastated, they may feel abandoned, distressed, suicidal, whatever else, but for many men, they may not believe it's appropriate for them to share it. So if you're a guy that's listening, firstly, kudos to you for taking time to listen to this. Um, Secondly, reach out. 
you're part of the Beyond Surviving group, which is a wonderful group. I was fortunate enough to be involved with that for, for many months. And the, the quality of support, obviously, from yourself, from Rachel Grant, from the other members, was is fantastic. And there's super resources there. So be involved with that. Post, tell parts of your story, share parts of the current problem that you're experiencing. Um, and Rachel offers a free resource on her website specifically around men. It's actually called Men Only, and it's around isolation. So that's worth checking out. I'm, so glad, you I'm so glad you mentioned no, go that. On. Was, can, go on. No, no, I'll, I'll wait. I was just going to say I'm, I'm really thrilled that you shared the resources on, on Rachel's website. I know she offers a, a group program just for men now, and um, there is an online community that Andrew and I are, are part of that can share in the show notes, but it's a, a great online space where there's people sharing resources and offering support in a way that gives me so much hope. Um, the world is a, a rough place sometimes, and just to know that there are strangers and people all around the world who want to spend time to, to validate and offer love and, and kindness and compassion. Our world seriously needs it more than ever right now. So I don't know if you wanted to go on on your thought or if there's anything else, Andrew, that I didn't ask you that you feel called to share, and then we'll kind of move into the, the last part of my questions for you today at least. Okay. Um, well, certainly want to, want to absolutely acknowledge what, you, what you've just said um, about healing, about love. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing group. Um, I'd also like to say that, okay, you're from a certain part of the U.S., Eve, you sitting wherever you are, whether you're in your car, at home, at work, you know where you're from. And as a result of that, that's part of the reason you have a certain, certain beliefs that you do, the school that you went to, the family that you may have grown up with, et cetera, et cetera. And as well as being strengths, those can, those can give us limitations. And it's easy to look at our parents and go, oh, God, that's why I do that. Now, there's a, there's a website, actually, I'm going to share it now because it's, it's super powerful, and it, re, it relates to the idea, and for some of us, this can be true. In my case, it wasn't, and that's okay. It may or may not be for you, as long as you follow a path that's right for you. Change can happen in a heartbeat, and we, we can get extraordinary, quick, and thorough, profound healings very quickly, so it doesn't need to take decades. Um, stevepavlina.com that's Steve with, an, with a V-E Pavlina P-A-V-L-I-N-A dot com and there are two articles I recommend you read there one is the meaning of life and one is spirituality versus intelligence they sound a bit heavy but in essence they're about being free to choose the way we approach our world what we believe what we hold to be true and the fact that we can change that to empower ourselves and free ourselves up even more. It sounds so wonderful. I'm definitely going to check those out after we get off the call and certainly we'll include those articles. And it's funny you mentioned where am I in the world and how that influences my view of the world because at the moment I'm looking at green trees and in Connecticut I'm here for a, a holiday but I'm just remembering that you and I have a love for nature and would love mm -hmm. to have a whole other conversation about the role of mindfulness and nature and you know grounding techniques because that is such a critical part of the impact of trauma on our on our nervous systems and you spoke about the fight yes. or flight and it really it's a whole process learning to reconnect with your body and be present because trauma really takes us you know to to other makes it impo makes it very difficult 
to feel connected and to be able to hear the, the leaves rustling and just the noises around me. So I think there's, there's so much that I would love to talk to you about, and we'll have to have you back on the show. But to conclude just for today, tell us, what does transforming trauma mean to you? Can I just, can I just yeah. come back to you? I, I, I know we're pushed for time. I, I, I'm so excited to hear where you are. I wish this was a face-to-face interview and I was there with you. Um, it sounds absolutely beautiful. And you've just mentioned grounding. I've just started this, and I really recommend folks to, to use this yourself. It's such a healing um, thing, to get, a gift to give yourself, and, it, and it's free as well. They started back in, in the eight, 1980s in Japan. There was a real focus on tech. And with the Japanese culture of work, um, a lot of people suffered stress and other, medical, other, other conditions, some medical as far as I know. From that, they started this tree bathing, which is spending time in woods. Um, before I came on this call, I was fortunate enough to be in the park. I was walking barefoot doing qigong in the park. Later on, I'll go down to a woodland and I'll spend an hour or so tree bathing. So thrilled for you that you're there, Eve. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. My pleasure. Thanks for that. Um, so what does, in a few words, transforming trauma mean to you, Andrew? It's about shifting our focus from ourselves and onto others and how we can be a service to them. And some of us may think, well, that's totally unrealistic. I'm not in a space to do that. And it's not like the flick of a light switch for many of us. It's about, and you mentioned shame earlier on, Eve. It's about starting to bring into the light those parts that we've hidden. Starting to tell someone that you can trust. Some of that your story, if you need to, that you haven't shared before. And that as you start to do that and accept yourself more, you'll be able to use your story or bits of your story where appropriate to help others. So the trauma that you experience actually becomes a gift for other people in their own healing. So beautiful. Thank you, Andrew. There's an airplane flying above me, so I'm desperately hoping that people were able to hear that last bit. But I, I love what you're saying about transforming trauma and being about, about service. And I think Judith Herman writes in her book, Trauma and Recovery, about these stages. And I don't necessarily believe that Stages of any kind of healing, grief, sexual abuse are, are linear, but a big part of the final stages or a, a big part of healing and recovery for me, I can say, and for a lot of other people, is about finding a way to make meaning of your story and find purpose in your pain. So thank you for, for speaking to that a bit. And um, I will have more male survivors on the show going forward. So if you do know of someone or you are someone who would be interested please reach out to me. Um, thank you so much, Andrew, for being my guest today. If you'd like to connect with Andrew, I'd be happy to share his information. He's generously offered to be a resource for tools and techniques that he, he mentioned or he can support you around. Um, he can be contacted through WhatsApp at 00353-8619-65212. Um, so thanks for tuning in. I'm so sorry. Maybe I gave that to you wrong. Let me re-give the number, if I may. Please. So 00353-861-965-212.
Great. So don't forget to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com to learn more about sexual abuse recovery coaching, to explore other resources available, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We have so much more to share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Take good care. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.